folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hey, ho, 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 ho. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up, Halloween month, stylies? All right, what are you two dressing up for as ho- for what are you dressing as on Halloween day? A funny guy. <laughs> yeah, funny man. <laughs> Jeff, what do you got? Funny guy or Mr. Creepy? Mr. Creepy. <laughs> Mr. Creepy Peepy. Mr. Creepy Nasty Man. Uh, so you can probably hear I've got a little bit of a... Uh, a frog? A frog in the throat. I was out at a, a Mike Mitchell surprise party last night. Oh. It's uh, not a surprise anymore. If it already no, he still hasn't gone yet. <laughs> he never oh, came. Yeah, he's, he's late. It's still a surprise. So, so you're frogged you know, we up? Went, we a little frogged up. It had, it had a little bit to do with the... Um, the uh, the uh, drinks of choice last mm. night. Uh, a lot of them served in a small glass. <laughs> Let's say, <laughs> shot back. <laughs> Did you do a lineup? The famed Mike Mitchell lineup? No, no, no lineup or anything like that. It was. Just Wait, some... we were, weren't we supposed? To, we talked about the. Why we talked about that on Doughboys? We were supposed to have him on here and do a lineup. No, hey, we still got time. This isn't go- this yeah. podcast, folks. This podcast is going nowhere. I mean, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dead end road <laughs> no no uh, we're gonna be here for a long long while he also loves the mai tai famously yes mitch loves a mai tai but he's not known for it mm-hmm. well his his move is ordering a mai tai at a normal bar saying, uh sorry do you have a mai tai and they'll be like yeah kind of we'll put some orange juice <laughs> and some rum and they'll be like yeah, yeah can you do that um hey you know what kind of day i'm having uh-oh. A bird shit on me. Ooh. Oh, bird turd. Now, Jeff, that's good luck, they say. Is it? That's what they say. Hmm. Have you had any well, luck? Well, if you like having shit, day? if you're a fecal freak, it's great luck. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting my iced coffee, walking around, couldn't be happier, and I felt a wet plop on my shoulder. Oh. Look up, and then I see there's a power line with 12 birds on it. And I still don't know which one's the guilty party. Were they <laughs> angry birds? <laughs> oh, yeah. They were Maybe they saw there. some of that work you did with angry birds. And they're like, we're being misrepresented. <laughs> Fuck Get you. Em. Fuck you, you little asshole. <clears throat> did well, we ta- have we talked about your angry birds commercial that you directed on this pod so that people know when they see it that it was directed by Duddy Buddy? We didn't, but folks, it's a hit. <laughs> It's we should be hit. saying that so you know. No, the, 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 the you were watching the commercial. You see a commercial. You say that was my little duddy buddy. Yes, yeah. uh, it's for Angry Birds Journey. It stars Christine Quinn and Melissa Gorga from Gorga. Selling Sunset and Real Housewives of New Jersey, respectively. Yes, I love that. And also an animated bird. And they're big stars, Jeff. Uh, when you yes. when you told me about them, I was or you told me they were like reality people. I was like, oh yeah, and then. You know, you told me who you worked with, and I, I'd recognized one of them, I think, from the Housewives in New Jersey show. And I was like, oh, my God, these these ladies are, like, super popular. Right. When Not- it was pitched to me, I didn't realize, like, the premise of it is that two people go to anger management run by the angry bird. And um, they were like, we got this woman and this woman. And I was like, okay. It just you, you like I'm sure, at first said, okay, I know just the two people, uh, Tim and Mike. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know who, just who to get, but I didn't realize that they are like the high-profile glamour girls, Tim and Mike. <laughs> but they're like the hotheads on their respective shows. Oh, they're all hotheads. So heads. I said, that's very funny to me. They're all hotheads on those shows. They're all they all everything's so dramatic. Mm. <laughs> sort of like here on the pod. Yeah. Now, what was the onset drama? Because there was a picture of you on TMZ or something, right? Like you. Tim, I can't them. talk about that. That's NDA shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we we're having a little bit of uh, huh? My head, vo- yeah. my earbuds were in wrong. Folks, we're having some <laughs> uh, uh, technical issues over here. You probably meant, noticed I said that this was Halloween stylies episode. Yeah, uh, right. And we said that because we had, it's a scary name name drink. But I'm finding the scariest thing is that Mercury is in retrograde right now, so that our oh, tech no. issues are are we having tech issues on the pod? Well, it's it's surprising too because Jeff's got all this good luck with his, with the bird shit on his shoulder, right? So this is it's doing me nothing. Crazy. Well, you no, know, maybe this is like pretty good for what it could have been. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Should have been real. You know bad. that that's what they said about that's what they said about gremlins. By the way, is that gremlins are known for messing with machinery and electronics and stuff. Hmm. 
What about ghoulies? Um, they mess with toilets. The movie or just in general? Gremlins. Gremlins from lore, not from the movie. But yeah. then also and, in the movie. Hmm. Um, so they're not a very uh, Luddite-actic uh, creature. Okay. Luddite-actic. Yeah. Luddite-actic. Um, no, I wanted to say before we moved on from your Angry Birds commercials that this type of stuff should be included in boo- booze news because it's news and we're boozers. If you direct a commercial, that's boo- uh, uh, um, Michael, you were on tour oh, recently. Sure. You, were, you did stand-up. You were opening for Kevin Nealon. That's booze news. I That's true. Uh, it was announced, if you're watching social media, Saba, I... Our friend of the show, contest winner of Campbell's Corrections, Neil Campbell, created a, <laughs> a, a Comedy Central show that's coming out next year. I wrote on it. It's called Digman. Look out for that. This this, this should be in booze news. Yeah, it's good. I imagine he sold a show off the strength of the essay that he wrote <laughs> to win the contest. That was his sample that the network saw? Yeah. And it was a... Did he read it on the podcast? I forget. <laughs> I think no. he counted our abs, right? Yes, it's no, he didn't read it. He didn't read. He it. opted for instead of reading his essay, he wanted to count. Uh, or maybe somebody did some push-ups too. <laughs> if you go, if you want to hear all this, folks, it was is our uh, our mojito episode of the show. We right. first met Neil. But any news? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, when we. That's when the three of us met Neil. But any news regarding us, the three of us, is above the fold, top of the show, booze news. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because we're the hosts of the show. The show. Mm-hmm. Hey, right. speaking of which, you guys want to get into a little bip, 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 bip. Hit it! Booze news. I, we have to say booze news for the uninitiated. Right, booze news. Booze news. What would you do if I gave you some news? Would you be mad because you think it's not slappy? Lend me your beers and now yeah. prove you wrong. Beers. Sent to us by Trey Diamond. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. That was brilliant and funny. But yeah, we're, we're so slowly, these booze news themes have become feature length. You're getting indulgent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was very well done. We don't need the full version of the song. When you go to the bridge, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, when I go to our booze news, I go to our the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com to pick, to pick out the booze news themes. <laughs> Brilliant work in there, but there's a lot of longies, I'll say that. And, and, <laughs> and, and for the most part, it's like people, it's just that they're repeating things, like they're, they'll do a full chorus twice or something. I'm like, yeah, 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 we get, we get the joke. That's good. <laughs> so your suggestion, Tim, is, as the curator of the Booze News uh, theme songs, you kind of look for something that's punchy, that gets in, gets out, gets the, the job done. Folks, that might be something to maybe think about. I'll say this: if your if your MP3 <laughs> is over a minute, you're maybe possibly not even getting listened to. Wow, <laughs> wow! Just laying well, that was uh, that was a good one. I will, I do uh, appreciate the vocal dynamics. Yeah, he's got pipes. We used to do that song when we were the the cover band Sloppy Boys. Yeah, we gotta we, bring we, that song back. That's fun. I want to see. We even played it on tour once. We had some original music. That's a very Good song. And hey, Trey Diamond, I love this. I don't mean to shit on this booze news theme. This was one of the funnier ones we've yeah, had. Yeah, it was great. This is great. 
Um, okay. Today's top story comes to us from the Sloppy Boys Discord, which you can have access to if you subscribe to our Patreon. Um, I haven't been on the uh, Discord in months. I gotta get over Mike, there. Mike, you gotta get on there, man. They're shit talking you on there. They're ganging up yeah, against you. Defend yourself. That's why I stopped going on. <laughs> um, well, Discord user uh, Zappa Frank, who's always on there chopping it up, he uh, big fish guy. Uh, he sent this article. Uh, guys, have you ever heard of the Brazilian art of drinking a beer in the ass? Mm. A butt chug? <laughs> no. Is it Brazilian? I've it's, heard of butt chugging. It's uh, uh, cerveja na bundinha, which translates to in the ass. It's not actually putting, it's not butt chugging. It's not putting a beer in your ass, but oh, oh. it's um, drinking a beer upside down. Um, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text you this uh, link so you can get a visual for it hmm. texted. Mm. Um, basically, just to be funny, this is kind of like a family like gathering thing to do in Brazil where you drink a beer, like a can of beer, instead of popping the top, you turn it upside down and puncture a hole in it with oh, like a, oh, oh. A, a knife or a screwdriver, almost like the way you would pop a hole in a... Uh, like shotgunning a beer shotgunning or something. A beer. Yeah. Um, and it was just I thought that. You, I thought you, the drinker goes upside down. I see what's going on here. That's how I tend to drink my Calvi cordials. <laughs> but... This is, you, you put a couple of holes in the bottom of the can, and then you put a, a hole to drink out of in the bottom, like, rim off to the side. And people were just doing this just to be funny. But then to make it into a thing, they started putting some coarse salt on on top yeah. of the can there. Uh, this is an article in The Takeout, The Brazilian Art of Drinking a Beer in the Ass. And yeah. um, you put a bunch of coarse salt on top of the can, and then you squeeze lime. So it's almost like you made a chilada with salt and lime, but it's kind of just sitting on top and it's mixing as you're drinking. Yeah, yeah. What? How? Uh, because that's so weird. It is. It you is kind of put weird. your whole mouth on the. And, and like, that, how do you not dump it all on your nose and in your mouth? I feel like you probably do because this is <laughs> <laughs> this caught on as a TikTok trend and a YouTube trend, but I think it's kind of jokey uh, and it's sort of just you're doing it for the thrill of having people see you that your can is upside down. And they say, <laughs> your can's upside down. And you say, I'm I know. thrilled. I know. I'm kind of a funny guy, actually. <laughs> and I'm a little bit of a nasty boy. <laughs> is it meant to be chugged? Is it? No. Because then it doesn't matter. You can make a mess. You just do it in one. You're just sipping. It's just mm. a slow sipper. But then as you're making room in the can, the lime and salt is dripping down in, into the can more. All right. Wild stuff out of Brazil. It's coming out of Brazil. And we also saw across South America, they, they still have that trend going with the um, the Moe's Taverns. Taverna de Moe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. going on down there. A lot of interesting ideas uh, going on with our neighbors to the south. More popular, the uh, the drinking uh, upside down or the Brazilian butt lift? Oh, it's got to be the BBL. 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 Um, speaking of puncturing holes into cans, have you guys, were you, uh, were you ever big shotgunners? I don't think I've ever shotgunned a beer. I feel like Mitch used no. to do it a lot, right? Like Mitch just used him. to do it a lot. At the end yeah. of the night, it would just be him shotgunning one. I was an experienced <laughs> funneler. I've maybe only shotgunned once. Funnel. I don't think I've done a funnel either. I did a keg stand. I like the funnel when you do it right, when it really launches India. I think just chugging at it, like when Will Ferrell does a funnel yeah. and it touches his lips in old school, he's, he's going really to do one. Right. Yeah. Like, do he one. does a bunch of gulps. You're supposed to just kind of relax your throat and let the gravity launch. Ugh. Well, that's tough because the character of Frank the Tank, Frank, before he was Frank the Tank there, he's he couldn't relax. He, right. he was stressed about even being at the party, so it was tough. Um, when you say the party, you mean Mitch Palooza, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Releasing Mitch back out into the wild. Sponsored by Speaker City. Bring your little green hat. Snoop Aloo. Going streaking through the quad. Well, is that it for booze news? Wrap it up. Now you guys, you guys were talking about how it was. This episode was Halloween stylies, I guess you said. I wasn't. A little. Well, we agreed with you when you said. I agree with you. Well, would it shock your hair white if you found out that the drink of the day had a scary name? Yes. Blood and sand. You've had. <gasps> uh, no, not heard nor had. I've heard, would, never I had. Would, I would say one of those words is 
Yeah, I'm fine with sand. Halloween scary thing. Yeah, one of those words is scary. Mike, you fine with sand? Sand, I'm good with sand. With the sand, man. You know who hates sand? Anakin Skywalker. Uh, he does. But he lives in Tatooine. <laughs> you know who's got to be careful around sand? Is Paul Arrakis, Paul Atreides from Arrakis. <laughs> yes, yes, he does have and to And all be. his friends on the <laughs> planet of Dune. Tim, oh, God. sorry, you wanted to talk more about the blood, I am sure of That's it. geek shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, It's sci-fi, baby. Well, wait, Jeff, you've, you've heard, and do you, you've, have you heard of someplace specifically the blood and sand? Yes, uh, Dresden has a blood and sand on the menu right now, and I've heard it's weird. <laughs> this is exactly what I've heard. I, I originally knew it from seeing it on the menu at... The Dresden. It's always been on the menu, and then it's oh, really? on the. It's actually on the menu at Tiki Tea. It's not really a tiki drink, but they have one there. Right. Um, um, and the I, I okay, go ahead. I was gonna say the only thing that I knew about this drink is that it's that like bartenders don't like it and dissuade you from it. Ooh, because it's hard for them to make. You think? No, I think just bartenders know booze, and this is a bad drink. <laughs> but um, oh. well, I, I heard our friend celebrity bartender Jack Schram. Um, I had a memory of him saying that he didn't like it or just that it sucked. So this week I texted him and was like, you're kind of a hater of the blood and sand, right? And he's like, yeah, it sucks. And um, I was like, what is it just too juicy? And he's like, it's juicy. But he said, it's like um, it's unbalanced and that the, the orange juice makes it flabby. This is a word Mm. he uses a lot for, for um, Hmm. uh, OJ flabby because he probably means pulpy. He better not talk about his favorite pod host like that. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't dare. Um, now, so in my research this week, I found many people that agree with him. Um, this is a cocktail invented for a movie. There was this uh, Rudy Valentino, great screen actor. Uh, <laughs> He made, in 1922, <laughs> he came out with a bullfighter movie called Blood and Sand. Uh. And then soon after, um, we all know the Savoy cocktail book from the Savoy Hotel in London. And yes. we all say it with me, the guy who put together the book. Craddock. Harry Craddock. Harry Craddock, Craddock. Not to be confused with Harry of Harry's New York Bar in Paris. But right. a Harry Craddock's famous book, uh, the, the Savoy cocktail book, has this recipe. The blood and sand, and it's so it's around that time. So we're, we don't know whether it was like invented for the premiere or just a fan of that movie named the drink after it. But do you think um, a uh, do you think like a cocktail what would be the equivalent of a podcast back then, like a newspaper? You think one of the writers of the podcast, uh, the cocktail newspaper, was on his way to see the movie and he said, "I'm going to invent a drink," and then the blood and sand was already invented. Not unlike you when you tried to make the Kelpie cordial and you saw that. The Batman movie had already invented the same drink. Yeah, I bet that they swung by MacGuffin's Bar at the Americana <laughs> Mall and and saw all oh, the blood and sand already exists. The blood, the Batman. Um, well, so as I was, that that's the origin of the drink, and then once it's in the Savoy cocktail book, that's like what solidifies it, so it just exists. But like, I don't really think of this as a drink that a lot of people love. It's just canonized because right. it's in a popular book. Um, I saw one place attributed it to Tiki Tea, but that's not right because Tiki Tea was after the Savoy cocktail book. But it must have been a mainstay at the Tiki Tea. Well, what's mm. possible is uh, the Tiki Tea guy, um, uh, Buin, uh, his dad, Ray, was a, a bar back at the original Don the Beachcomber. So maybe maybe it was at Don Beach or something like that. Hmm. Um, anyway, I, I found a lot. I, I, I like to go on YouTube and watch like 10 different cocktail tutorials, watch like influencer uh, bartenders and a, pretty much all of them were like, I don't really like this drink um, uh, to the point. One guy even used the word flabby. Uh, really? Jesus. Yeah. What does this mean? Well, here's like uh, uh, Jeff, you and I recently were out. Uh, Shram was in LA and he made us some drinks at Thunderbolt yes. and he he made this one tropical drink that had had OJ in it, but it was acid adjusted orange juice. Right. It's where you put a little citric acid into orange juice and it makes it so that it's as strong as like lime juice or oh, lemon wow. juice. Oh, that so, sounds great. Yeah. Citrus and adjusted. It, 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 it's great. And I think that that's flabbiness mm-hmm. refers to like OJ. It's, weight? it's just like OJ is delicious, but it's, it's waterier than, than yeah. lime juice and lemon juice. Yeah. So if you don't do this acid adjusted thing, you just have a dull 
flabby. I can see Fuck, that. I you know can what? See that. I, and like the recipe today calls for. I'm not. I want to get ahead of ourselves, but it calls for fresh squeezed orange juice. And yeah. I bet you that that is better than even. I even got good like simply orange, mm. but you know, right out of the plant is right out of the fruit is probably the way to go for the most acid i did that i bought myself a couple of nice big navel oranges that i'm gonna squeeze but mm. here's my theory <laughs> this drink i'm gonna get into the, re- the recipe right now which we're doing the harry craddock savoy one um it's equal parts yeah. and i think that's the problem is when you see equal parts we love it it's easy to remember you say hey equal parts but easy on the for bean. that simplicity it's easy on, it's easy on the old noodle but what it's the problem is to keep it simple, you're compromising. Probably, you probably could have done a slightly better measurement mm-hmm. and right. and nailed it, but instead you kept it. Really, I think of the Negroni as the only cocktail where it's like, holy shit, that's equal parts and it's perfect, and you don't need to fuck with it. Mm. Some people, some people do, mm-hmm. but I'm guessing that like just by keeping this equal parts, that's what made it sort of a diluted, bland. But Tim, drink. it makes for a good segment three, doesn't it? Oh, everyone, you mean when Final Thoughts comes out? When the Tweak of the Week comes in. Oh, Oh. twists and turns. Speaking of Tweak of the Week, one YouTube influencer guy I watched made it with acid-adjusted orange juice. That's the move. And then he sipped it and was like, hmm, still not great. (laughs) But where does the common man buy citric acid? It's just around. Look around, you'll find it. Couch cushions. Have we gone into what's in this drink yet? No, here we go. According to Harry Craddock, you're going to want to use... <laughs> Mike, keeping us on task. Tim, take it away. I know. I, I honestly didn't uh, remember. <laughs> uh, this is not on the IBA list, but it's a very, very, very common... It's kind of strange. It's just probably because it's bad that <laughs> it's not on the IBA list. Uh, but it's on all mm. the other standard places. I got this from liquor.com, but it's the Savoy Craddock recipe. Three quarters of an ounce of scotch. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So that's odd how this is grouped with tiki drinks a lot, but it's a scotch. Now you want you want like an extra peaty scotch here? Michael, no, no Michael. it says right here, choose one that isn't too peated. You don't want to over smoke this drink. Um, three quarters of an ounce sweet vermouth. Mm. Y'all have that? Mm-hmm. I got red and Wally Pratt. I have Carpano Antiqua. I have a brand I love, but it's uh, yeah, that, old. That's the kind you like. Yeah, I want to try that sometime. I got Dolan. Yeah, okay, that's a good brand. Dolene. <laughs> um, Dolene, yo. <laughs> three quarters of an ounce of cherry hearing liqueur. Got it, Michael. Have not got it, but I have solved my little uh, no maraschino cherry problem. Yes. I got maraschino cherry, so I'm going to use that syrup. That's going to work. Um, I have a big bottle of hearing left over from when we did the Singapore sling. Remember? Yeah. It just it just uh. said cherry liqueur, and we called Jack, and he was like, use the cherry hearing. Um, it's just this, it's a cherry liqueur that's, it's dark. It tastes like Luxardo cherry syrup, Juice. kind of. Syrup. So yeah. if you don't have cherry hearing, I would drip some from your jar or get a get a grenadine that's like one of the darker purple fancy grenadines and use Drew that. in the jar. Um, now that's the blood for this. Now where's the sand? Three quarters of an ounce orange juice, freshly squeezed. Ah, yes. That's the sand. <laughs> that's the sand. That's the sand. Well, it's orange. Okay, here's the steps. Add the scotch, sweet vermouth, cherry liqueur, and orange juice into a shaker with ice and shake until well chilled. Strain into a chilled coupe or cocktail glass. I lost my coupe glasses. Garnish with an orange peel. <laughs> Tim, I have one of your coupe glasses. It's here. It's safe. There we go. Koopa Loop. Great. Bring your green hat. Koopa Loop. Well, what do you say we get on out of here? Make up this round of equal parts. Fine, fine. Good. And then discuss our feelings. <laughs> Let's try it. Let's sip it. Then we'll discuss. Yes, yes. Sip it. Don't <laughs> skip it. Folks, we'll be right back after these messages. Blood and sands in hands. What do we think? It looks like shit. Yeah, my mine doesn't look like the the picture looks good. My, mine got kind of weirdly weirdly red. 
Mine's very brown red. Yeah, Jeff's, yeah. Jeff, yours looks like when Austin Powers accidentally drinks the shit. Ooh, <laughs> nice, nice. Is that a nice mental image for you, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> um, I sort of ran out of the good scotch. I, I use like, I don't know, I forget what it's called. But um, so I had to kind of do a little smokier, like they say not to do. Yeah, I think to mine's a little out. too peaty. Yeah. Oh, it's too peated. Too peated. Well, it's sort of a split base where that in that regard. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Shall we? Sips? Sips? Yeah, this does not smell good. Holy f- Jesus Christ. I wondered how such disparate tastes would combine. Uh, not well, turns out. Yeah. I'll not great. I mean, <clears throat> this could very well be because my expectations were so low because everyone says it's, <laughs> it's terrible. But I, I do like cherry hearing, and that's the main taste that's coming through. But yeah, I also there's something nice in in mine. Not to say it's a good drink, but the the fresh squeezed OJ is nice. Yeah, and I gave it such a shake I that I have that kind of Japanese. Um, you know, a lot of ice on top. So uh-huh. having some orange foam, I don't think I like, you know, the the cocktail itself isn't anything to write home about, but crunchy orange ice on top is sort of fun. We could hmm. use that in something. I think scotch is a, scotch is such a tough. Scotch, scotch, scotch. I love scotch. scotch. Yeah. yeah. It's such a tough one. It's such a tough. Uh, Dominates. Like orange juice and scotch is just, uh, it's like, I don't like that idea. You know what I mean? Um. That's not a good idea to me. How about this? Listen to this. Yes. You know a brand of scotch I used? What? Doers. Doers. And who orders Doers? Doers and soda. John Favreau in Swingers. Where do they yes, go in Swingers? Yes. The Dresden, where the this Dresden. is on the menu. And furthermore, who acts in old school, the film we earlier referenced, but Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. <laughs> wow. Wow. Actor wow. in Swingers. This is getting <laughs> creepy, and I think it's because Mercury is in retrograde. Yes, these what are a, what a wi- meaningful. What a wide breadth of cinema uh, mm. <laughs> things we know. Yeah. Oof. Um, <clears throat> speaking of wide breadth of cinema, th- if this is named for Blood and Sand, the 1922 Rudy Valentino film, are there any are there any silent films that you have watched that I love? That you have watched and enjoyed, other than when you're trying to be when you're in film school and you're a pretentious little prick. No, are there any you know silent what? films you have enjoyed? I tried watching a uh, like years ago. Tried watching a um, Charlie Chaplino, and oh my God, I was he is like, my Lord and Savior. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I appreciate it, but I was just like, oh, I just can't do this it's by yourself. Like watching a silent movie alone is like, whew. yeah. <laughs> I watched uh, Metropolis. The oh, one I that, love that, that movie. <laughs> well, it's, it's it was pretty good. It's a little bit uh, archetypal. Like you can sort of. Did you make it through the whole thing in one sitting? Yeah. Well, I watched the Giorgio Moroder one with like a bunch of like pop cheating uh, people. Ah. In it. That's not cheating. That's good. It's good. I, I hired a uh, I hired a pianist, an upright pianist, to play sit in my house and play uh, the an music. An upright I pianist. Yeah. What's the the Salvador Dali movie that's referenced in the Pixie song Debaser? Unshen Andalou. Yeah. Slicing up eyeballs. We watched that in in film school, and I remember thinking, I actually really enjoy this. Hmm. Um, (laughs) Yes, my education is quite refined. Now, I will say this. The reason I brought up uh, that I was watching it by myself was this. I you ever watch a uh, a Marx Brothers movie at home? Yeah, it's like it's funny, and you're kind of like, oh yeah, this is pretty good. I get the appeal here, but it's tough to watch a whole thing because just because it's so old and it's like you know the cutting and scene cutting is slow, the scenes are long. But I went to I've probably talked about this on the podcast. I went to the Egyptian before I moved to New York and saw uh, two Marx Brothers movies. It was Duck Soup, Day at the Races, and A Night at the Opera. And they were so funny, and it was so fun to like watch it with a group because everyone. That was sounds laughing. fun watching it with a big group. I've seen like horse feathers and duck soup and some of the, the but well, I'll tell you this: I like them. They're like sixty-five minutes long. That's nice. Mm. 
Um, but I feel like I would enjoy it more with a with a crowd laughing it all up. Yeah, I think so many movies, especially comedies, I watch at home because just they're not in uh, theaters anymore. But uh, man, imagine watching when uh, when Barb and Star. I love that movie. When Barb and Star came out, imagine watching that in a theater. Yeah, yeah. I rented Barb and Star on uh, Amazon the weekend it came out. You know, it was like yeah, COVID time. Hulu for me. Not the before times. <laughs> but me and Jessica were at an Airbnb in Palm Springs, and we rented it on Friday, and it was like a 48-hour rental. We watched it three times. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yeah, I watched it fun. like yeah. twice in a row. It was- Just have it on. You paid yeah. for it. We sat down and watched it three times, once per night on a three-day weekend. It was amazing. Great. Very funny. Very funny. Uh, Mike, when we saw Big Trouble in Little China. Mm, in the in theater. It all together. I think that was really helpful because... That's not a movie where uh, the laughs are like super obvious throughout, but at the yeah. same time, it wasn't full on like when you watch like a Wes Anderson movie and people are annoyingly laughing too hard, right, 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 at oh, yeah. little things. Like it was just fun to get little chuckles because Kurt Russell is being like weird and making weird, He's, funny yeah. choices it's the whole campy. movie. It's not like yeah, a, yeah, but they're not like banging you over the head with like a uh, little wry, um, oh yeah, twee jokes. Well, me and Hanford saw. Uh, Kill Bill at the old double feature theater on Hollywood and Vine. Mm-hmm. And it's, there was like a douchey guy there by himself, like laughing to prove that he got that it was like pastiche. He was like, no. And it was, <laughs> it was just like me and Tim and this guy. Like there wasn't yeah. a lot of people in the theater. And I went over him. I was like, dude, I love you. And I respect the hell out of you now. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to shut up. Wait, wait, who was it? Was I there? I don't remember. This is just a story I remember where we went to, <laughs> or you went to. Is my story or someone else's? <laughs> went, it's oft repeated. Went to Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then somebody had brought their laptop and was watching, um, what is it, Hotel Chevalier? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, the little short yeah. that was supposed to be The Natalie Portman the... short. Yeah, yeah, just like as people were sitting down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he watched it and like closed it. He's like, oh, okay, okay, great. You have to you have to watch it immediately before the film to understand. <laughs> God, and uh, yes. he was sitting in the front row, so like five hundred people behind him were like, "Oh, cool, dude." Yes, <laughs> it is cool. I'll, I'll sometimes at a movie, I'll fully just uh, barely look at the screen and just look at the audience. When they laugh, I go, "Whoa, how, how, boy, how, guys." How, how. As, as I'm drinking this, here's a problem that I'm having. I've, I've got a bit of a reputation of just being a softball. Tim likes all the drinks. Oh, he, he, he never says he doesn't like a drink. Well, he, he, he says, I love all God's foods. He says he loves all God's foods. He's a pushover. It's not a great uh, reputation. I, I want to be, I'm trying to expand my horizons and be knowledgeable, but I don't want to say I like everything. That's, that doesn't make you sound smart. Tim, I still think <laughs> of you as a discerning man. Oh, thank you. Well, here's the problem. You, you've you said exactly that, though, before, that you love everything. <laughs> I do love everything. <laughs> Except rotten food. Except rotten food. Well, maybe, the, maybe this is cool. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, well, with a drink like this that everybody hates, then it's also kind oh. of a pretentious move to be like, I actually like it. You know, nobody You're likes right. it, but I like, but yeah, my right. problem is as I'm drinking this, I'm like, I'm not a huge Manhattan guy and I've had some good Manhattans, but this has scotch whiskey and this has sweet red vermouth with my fresh squeeze orange juice and my and the good brand of sweet red vermouth that I do use for Manhattan's and the the crunchy ice in it I am liking this more than Manhattan's mm. you know what I was if you had a Manhattan and just put uh, a dash of the cherry hearing in it that would be great yeah. yeah, this is a waste of cherry hearing in my book. I'm mm. hearing cherry. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I do like a big fat Luxardo cherry in my Manhattans, and sometimes right, that, right. that juice sure. kind of emanates and gives it. Yeah, this give flavor. it a little. You know, give it a little as you push it out of the uh, jar. Scoop some of that juice. Now this is uh, this is a drink I'm not hating, but uh, it's kind of just a lot of weird flavors. Um, yeah. What did you, Jeff? You said you used simply orange, Mike. What was your OJ? Uh, my OJ was I. I, I kind of uh, biffed it a little bit. <laughs> I squeezed Mandarin. 
Mm. That's good. I squeezed mandarin. I didn't have <laughs> orange juice. That's great. I forgot to get orange juice, and I don't have oranges on in house. You put, but a mandarin's an orange. Yeah. A mandarin is, is so that's an great. orange, and it's it. fresh. That's amazing. You did a good thing. So what if it's not a navel? Thank you. Um, a navel. Well, let me say this. I think the Manhattan deserves a retrial. Ooh, could be could Manhattan be revisited. Manhattan 2, mm. Redux. How about this? You two come out to Manhattan. We we go to a, a bar and <laughs> get Manhattans. Let's go to Bemelman's. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. Bemel Boys. I feel like we learned that the, the, the Manhattan was invented at a social club in Midtown that is no longer there. Um, mm-hmm. But we should do that. That's fun. Plus, Jeff, we're going to see fish New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll be in town. <laughs> That'll be convenient. No, no, I'm not going. I'm sorry. I'm not going. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. No fun shall be had. Not even for a joke. Not one groove, not one jam. You guys can go. You can guys can go be crunchy. Yeah, but I want to put it on the Sloppy Boys yeah, LLC that's, card. But that's not what we want. That's not what we want to do. We want you to be there. It's no fun if it's just me and Tim. We we hate it. We hate we hate it when you're not there. I'm sort of the lube. You know what's funny, Jeff? You know the the uh, you've gone on record in the blowout saying you do not like the Violent Femmes. Yeah, correct. I so did, now, yeah, right when that when that song "Blister in the Sun" comes on these days, a song I it's overplayed for me, but a song I generally like. It'll come on, and I'll be in my brain. I'll be like, mm, Jeff doesn't like this. Uh, and it, it makes it not fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> I yucked your yum? You yucked my yum, and that's oh, okay, no. but because I was already probably on the way out with that song anyway, but it is like, eh, Jeff doesn't like this. I'll skip this. <laughs> it's bad, folks. It's coy and whiny. Ooh. Well, <sighs> I want to do a second round, but I don't want to drink any more of this. I, I think you should do second round. You go a little extra with the uh, cherry. Yeah. And maybe the orange juice, but I'm not going to do another round just because it's, uh, I get it. Tim, another round for you? I'm going to do another round. I'm going to do it on the rocks, which I think could be fun. And I love the Violent Femmes, uh, and I think I think that Blister in the Sun is a fantastic song and unique. Hmm. New York. You heard it here first, folks. All right. We will see you <clears throat> after this next round of fresh ads. French ads. <laughs> Peace. We're back with tweaks on the blood and sand. I just added more cherry hearing and put it on the rocks. And it's a little better, but I don't care about this drink. Jefferson. How about you? What about Rudy Rudy Valentino's silent film? You know Come what? On. Fuck Rudy Valentino. Oh. Mm. Oh. Oh. You know, you say you like movies, but you don't like Rudy Valentino. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do, Timmy? You liking it? I put it on the rocks. Yeah, I like it. My fuck, I like it. Fuck. Fuck my he likes life. It. I like it. Mike? Mike, Mike do you it. like? I like. I made no change, but uh, I, I'll, I'll do my final thoughts here. This is a very apprehensive order again. Ooh. Very apprehensive. Hmm. I'm curious. So okay. you're, you'll order it again, but your hands will be shaking as you tell the bartender to make you one. I'll order it again. I might not drink it. <laughs> you order it again, then you, you pull the fire alarm and then run out. <laughs> I sort of already said what I feel like about it, but um, I'm just going to say officially this is a skip. Okay, skip it's a skip, it. but is it a Stone Cold Classic? <laughs> <laughs> a Stone Cold Skipper. Um, This is, for me, <laughs> pains me to say, order again. I love it. <laughs> and oh. Do you love it? I love it. And I'm not, nor, I don't want to be a pushover, and I, nor do I, am I trying to be a contrarian. I unfortunately just love it. You're just being an edgelord, Tim. Yeah. Uh, I'm a shock jock. Did you hear that guy? He likes the blood and sand, even though a lot of people think it's flabby. (laughs) (laughs) What guy? Oh, shut up. 
I think it's better than a Manhattan. Fresh squeezed orange juice inside of a Manhattan. This is great. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for the blood and sand, one of the most divisive drinks on the entire pod. Yes, yes. That was the blood and sand drink. Now, are you two ready for the blood or sand quiz? <gasps> yes. Okay. This is the blood and sand quiz. That's all this is. Ooh, I'm going to write down your scores here. The blood and sand quiz. That's all that this is. The blood and sand quiz. Now, I don't know if you've heard of this before. I think it's getting very popular. It's like one of those trendy games people are playing at home. Yeah. This is one of those games where the answers to the questions have uh, the word blood or sand in it. You see? There will be blood. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, here we go. Do any of my... Quick question before we start. Yeah. Last week, I came really close to winning that Oscar gold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had a lot of it points. Was a slow quiz. The slow, was quiz. slow quiz. Now, uh, do any of my points from the slow quiz come into play on Blood and blood or Sand quiz? No, this is, I, I, I assume you're uh, ans- uh, asking this question for the listener because we did discuss this last time. You will get those... Uh, points again when we do another slow quiz right yeah right but this is now the blood or sand quiz you see Mm -hmm. yes of course question one this was the first coen brothers movie blood simple that is a tim point fuck miller's crossing now you got it all right with blood simple (laughs) hudsucker proxy (laughs) now bloodsucker proxy would be something I would accept Bloodsucker Proxy, but uh, he already came in. With you would? Simple. How about I this? Would. Fart and stink instead of Bart and Fink. Hmm. Okay. What about in far, instead of Fargo? Well, that wouldn't work because it doesn't have blood or sand. Fargo could be Sando. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind eating a chicken Sando. <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> Here we go. Exit light, enter night. Take my hand, we're off. Sandman. Never... Bloodman. Enter Sandman. There it is, Fuck. Timmy Boy. The song <laughs> is from the band Metallica. They made that song. Okay. In this movie, Leo DiCaprio employs a shoddy South African accent. Blood Diamond. Damn, there I it knew is, it. I Jeffy. knew it as well. Do I get a side point for knowing it? No, Ooh, no, he doesn't. That's interesting. <laughs> Mike, no. He does not. He does not. You can't just give away, you know, side points like that this early in the game. Right. Side points come uh, sort of come around when it's like, oh, what's going to happen next? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's Here we go. How long? How long must me How long? How long must we sing this song? How long? How long? Sunday Bloody Sunday. Oh! Sunday Bloody Sunday. Oh. Yeah, for Sunday. That was a little, I screwed up a little bit, but. Uh, um, can I tell you, the, the reason I didn't get it was because Mike screwed up. <laughs> screw up. Yeah. That's okay. It, you will, ex- you can expect a few screw ups in the blood or sand quiz. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that about the blood or sand quiz. Yeah, you can expect that. <clears throat> Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him two lips and roses and clover. Mr. Sandman. Then tell him his loves and nights are over. That's right, Mr. Sandman. See, again, another screw-up. I messed up the lyric. Well, that'll happen on the blood or sand quiz. There's <laughs> yeah, screw- there's a, a little, <laughs> yeah. some screw-ups. Some screw-ups can happen. <clears throat> the eighth track on this album is called The Same Boy You Always Know. New. The eighth track on this album. The called- same boy you've always known is the name of the song. <laughs> Another, <little laughs> screw up. Another one of these little screw ups. Um, same boy. Quicksand. Now, I don't know the, the album Quicksand. Blood on the Tracks. Fuck. Fuck. The eighth track on this album is called The Same Boy You've Always Known. Is it Blood on the Tracks by Bob Dylan? No, no. If if you get oh, that's if with this with the blood or sand. If you get the answer correct, I go yes. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. or or I'll say Tim got it or Jeff got it. You know something like that. Um, blood on the dance floor. Nope. Blood on the leaves. Sand on the dance floor. Sand on the tracks. <laughs> uh, this this band would wear red outfits at times. Devo. No. Blood sport. Bloodhound gang. 
Bloodhound Gang. No, the album, album. Humpty. Eighth track in this album. Um, oh, uh, do uh, the you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. Well, I I, I picked a uh, I picked a probably too hard of a song. I'm gonna say I'm just gonna go. You're gonna get it immediately. The first song on this album is called "Dead Leaves on the Dirty Ground." White blood cells. There it Fuck. is. Yeah. Same White boy you've cells. always known. Same boy you've always known. <laughs> Same boy you. Oh, you've known. <laughs> All right, Meg, you take it from here. We think it a dink. Here we go. <clears throat> What are you looking so miserable about? There's a whole ocean of oil under our feet. There will be blood. There it is. Tim damn. said it at the top of the damn thing. But then he came around and got it again. He came he around and got it, it again. Now, this is tough. Jeff, you have two. Tim, you have five. Yeah. And there's only one question left. Mm-hmm. So. Is it a zero-point question? If you really get this one, Jeff, you might be able to knock yourself into the lead, but you really got to get <laughs> if it. If you really what? get it. What? If I really get it? Not just get it, but you really, really get it. If you really knock it out of the park. Sometimes, like like if it was... Uh, this is the final see, question. This is the final one. So you got Blood Diamond, Jeff. And you you really got those points because you said Blood Diamond. Mm-hmm. But you would... I mean, you got the points because you said Blood Diamond. If you really said it, you would have said okay. blood diamond immediately. You knew sure. it immediately. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, uh, oh, mm, blood diamond. You know what I mean? Like that's right, right. That's you just get the one point. But you could win. Like I understand perfectly. You could win the game if you get this one. Really get it. And Tim, all you need to do is just kind of get it. I just got to be me. You don't even. Yeah. Now it's up to you. We can make a secret rendezvous. Just me and you. I'll show you loving like you never knew. Is this a, a song? <laughs> it's uh, lyrical, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, part of what I don't like about this quiz is the lack of context. Either this just launches is, that's into one a of those quote quiz. or a song. No, it's or... one of those quizzes where you have to kind of, you have to get the rules as you go. Got it. On. Oh, You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And there's screw-ups along the way? You know the game, there's, <laughs> there can be, there are, there have been screw-ups along the way. This one was read actually, I surprisingly pretty perfectly. <laughs> it yeah. was fairly. And what is it? Reading. Can we do? Can we? Jeff, say it you know again? that game. You know that game uh, we've played at your house. I always forget the name of it. But you, it's a side scroller, and uh, you kind of like have to learn the game as it goes. Limbo inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just kind of, you just kind of do it, and you learn. Great. It. Uh, can we get that question again? Now it's up to you. We can make a secret rendezvous. Downtown, downtown, just me and you. I'll show you loving like you never knew. Sands of time. The band is Foreigner. Blood. Foreigner. Sandstorm. Here's a hint. Quicksand. Here's a hint. Hot. Hot blooded. There it is. Fuck, fuck. God damn it. I don't like this quiz, Mike. Well, that's okay because it is (laughs) over. over. It is over. Just in the nick of time, it is over. (laughs) Before we had a full-on mutiny here, it's over. It's gone. I'm grateful it's over. Good riddance. The thing about the the blood or sand quiz, it ends just in time. before. (laughs) Just like like the Sahara sands of the wind, it's gone. Hmm. (laughs) The Sahara sands of the wind. Wow. It's gone. It's gone. Mm, this, That's the this quiz. This blood and sand cocktail is so good. Best drink <clears throat> we've ever had on the pod. There you go, Tim. You're being now. You're being a contrarian. You're you're using. No, I told you, I'm neither a pushover nor a contrarian. I'm just right. A little gold. Yeah, Tim. <laughs> Tim, you're really you're being a real cunt. Contrarian podcast. Because oh, for I'm a second okay. there, woo, woo. saved my little ass right at the last minute. <laughs> That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these disgusting recipes ahead of time. Or check us out on Patreon if you want to unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout. That's our weekly bonus episode where you can listen to us talk about Nightmare on Elm Street for once. Mm-hmm. That's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Hey, good uh, episode, guys. A nice spooky one. I'm going to end you, speaking of spooky, I'm going to end you with this. I just, you know, I just said, uh, uh, that I, I saved myself at the last moment. Another thing you could also say, saved at the nick of time, saved by the bell. We've heard that before. Right. I was on a spooky, a haunted tour recently. Very fun. You take this van 
all around Brooklyn. It stops at different places and tells you about spooky things. Well, it was talking about, the, the guide was talking about, in the old days, they used to bury people alive because they didn't know they were dead. <laughs> they just like, they didn't have the oh, yeah. medical reasons. Talking so, about the the bell? The bell. And what they would do, they'd bury people with a string on their finger going all the way up a tube to a bell, like up on, on top of the earth. So if you woke up in your casket, you'd ring the bell and they'd, they'd get you out. <laughs> so oh, yeah. that's where Save by the Bell comes from. Interesting. And Dead Ringer also comes from that. Oh. And uh, the graveyard. I thought Save by the Bell came from boxing when there was a 10 count, but the bell. You'll have to talk to our tour guide. I, I'll find his name and I'll, I can. I Venmo just. I Venmoed him so for a tip, so you can. Venmo I'll, I'll you. You, guys you Venmo me now, and then I'll, I'll work from there. Yeah, they, <laughs> but also the term uh, the graveyard shift because somebody would be employed to like sit around and listen for the bells. Oof. And you can imagine on some of those windy autumn nights, yes, it wreaked havoc with the bells, and yes, there was a lot of digging up of corpses. Oh, that's funny. You know, sometimes if, if I was one of them, and I didn't want to really do my job, I had, you know, I was trying to, like, get a little shut-eye. Yeah. If I hear a noisy-ass bell, I'll go over there and just clamp it with my hand. <laughs> I didn't hear nothing. Yeah, you'd be you'd be sitting in your uh, your graveyard shift chair, headphones on, hot blooded, check it and see, <laughs> hot blooded. <laughs> well, great episode, guys. Um, Thank you. What do you say we all meet back here same time next week? Yeah, yes. I think that that rocks. We should have we should have a steady <laughs> drumbeat of putting the episodes that are out every week so that so that listeners can follow along. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's helpful. Okay. It's helpful to be consistent. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, you come back to <laughs> Al Borland. Check it and see. Goodbye. Bye. Peace.